Games Podcast episode 22. I am your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, how's it going? Good. How are you? Um, It's been a day, but we're here. We're talking about video games, so yes. that's going to be good. Yes. Uh, very special episode. I'm recording from my brother's house, because I'm house sitting and dog <laughs> from sitting. From your evil lair. Your secret evil, evil lair. lair. Um, by the end of this podcast, I will rule the world. Which is technically true, because one of the games I'm going to talk about, you get to own a planet. So, who knows? Quick question, did you let the dog in, or are you going to have to let the dog in in a minute? She is big chilling outside the door, so okay. we'll find out. Alright. Um, I mean, I'll show her on camera if I do. So Whoa, yeah, no, I forgot, that, that was the rule. While you're there, she has to show up on camera at some point, so you'll have to fetch okay. her. Right. Okay. Eventually, she'll want to come inside, so. Okay, cool. All right, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we're continuing our series on Resident Evil 5 over at geekcardgames.com slash YouTube, so definitely check that out. A lot of fun stuff happening this week, I believe, is a boss fight, so look yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Um, that was a that was a really scary boss fight, was it not? <laughs> Man. Oh, God, don't die. I just got really choked up thinking about that boss fight. Gosh. It was very scary. It was scary, because um, it kind of looked like a spider, so... That is also true. Also, if you go to twitch.tv slash games, you can look at our archives and you can see me failing at Destiny 2 because I thought I could grind to level 50 for future War Cult. Didn't work Couldn't out, it. did it? And it's, Got to level 5. I'm going to say it's probably all your fault that you lost the faction rally because you couldn't get your grinding done, right? Like it's you know, all on your shoulders. It, you know, it's true. Because today I looked up and it said that 28% of Guardians went Future Warhold and 28% all donated it at least one level. I feel like I could have been that one that pushed it just over to 29%. Mm. We still would have lost by 10%, but I mean, it's that 1%. <laughs> it's all my fault. Um, well, guess whose fault it was not? Meg's. I mean, it probably wasn't her fault either, but I was going to say it definitely wasn't my fault because I just never pledged a faction. <laughs> Smart. Um, That's the way to do it. Yeah. I don't know if I like faction rallies. Um, but that's I don't like faction rallies. That's why I didn't pledge for a faction. <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about video games and what we've been playing. So let me tell you all about how I keep going back video games that I know I don't have time for. I went back and started playing Neverwinter again, the D&D MMORPG. Um, the reason I went back is because I've been listening to a lot of D&D podcasts lately. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a podcast called D&D and D and it stands for Dungeons and Dragons and Dinner. Um, and it's a really good podcast. They're only on episode like 14, 13. Um, really funny. What question? Quick question. I've heard you talk about this before, and I had some concerns, because are they, in fact, playing D&D &D while they're having dinner? So the theme of this podcast is that each session, mm -hmm. which, like, they can have a session that lasts multiple episodes or just one episode. Each session, the host, James Gressel, cooks a dinner for all the, his guests. They mm -hmm. eat, and then they play. Okay, good. So like, it's all clean. 
I did not want to hear a podcast while people are eating their dinner. Yeah, no, like, no, I would get that, very that angry. Terrible. Um, and then the other D&D podcast I've gotten into is Critical Role. So I'm going back and listening to their first campaign that was on podcast. Um, I'm on episode like 27 and there's like 80 episodes. So I'm getting there. And then I get to start campaign two, which is already on episode 25. <laughs> nice. So well, it's I'm nice to have a there. backlog. You don't want to like it have is. an episode and then have to wait for the next one. And like they're all like four hours long. Good God. So I can knock out like two in a work day pretty much. And it's really nice. That's cool. Um, but I've been like, man, I really want to play some D&D. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is like just around the corner, but I want to play some of it now. And I don't, I don't got nobody who wants to play D&D with me. So... Figure. I mean, technically, I do want to play D&D with you. We just are not good at organizing. That's true. Thing, so. It's also probably be really difficult over Discord. No, it'd be fine. It'd be real fine. It'd be a-okay. People do it all the time. Do they? Okay. Yeah, Maybe we'll absolutely. get something together. Yeah. But second best thing was to play Neverwinter. So I made a tiefling scourge warlock named Ankus Saladin. And I got my little, uh, I can do a move. If I kill something, I get to summon the spirit of that thing to fight for me. Nice. And I was like, already, this is awesome. Um, so I never went to, it's like a basic MMORPG, but like it kind of fits into the realm of D&D where like you pick a race and you pick a class and then they have like a set story you go and do. Um, we used to play it a lot back in the day. Like I think I had an almost max level cleric, mm -hmm. um, before we ended up stop playing man that game's like ridiculously huge and like there's so much to do and uh i'm only level five with that character uh the issue is like i would go play my cleric but they reset everything and i don't remember how i played that character at all mm -hmm. so like yeah. i'm level 60 and i don't want to like try to play again and get my butt kicked so i was like no let's just start a new character and uh i'm having fun with it um if you are interested in playing that game, I definitely think you should give it a shot. It's free, so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I always had a lot of fun with that game, too. Like, there are a lot of games that are in that, that same vein, and it always seemed like Neverwinter was the most fun, like, of yeah. it. Like, I recently tried Elder Scrolls Online, and it was like, eh, and I'm like, why don't I just play Neverwinter? I mean, that's the one yeah. where I've still got my guard drake uh, that I can ride on that I paid 35 oh, yeah. real world dollars for. Yeah. And I still do not regret that purchase because I love that guard drake. So I should Pretty I sick. should come join you and play some more. Um, the only issue is, is that I should not be investing myself in an MMORPG right now because we have Destiny 2 Forsaken around the corner. We have Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man, all these huge long games. But they're not here yet, so I mean, what are you going to do until right. they get out? I think this is the perfect time to play it. I guess so. But then I also have the game I'll talk about next, but first, Sam, I want to hear about Warhammer. Oh, do you now? Okay. Yes. So, uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2. As you guys know, I was pretty excited <clears throat> Excuse me, about this game, and... <clears throat> At E3, I got even more excited when it was announced that it was coming to Game Pass day one for free. I was like, fuck yeah, man, this is going to be great. Um, so I was really excited to play it. And then, like, we just never hooked up to play it. Like, you know, I was like, I wanted us to, to have buddies to play it with. 
Um, so finally I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and play it and see what's going on here. So I played some of the first uh, Vermintide game and not very much, but the recap of what happened at the end of the first one is basically uh, there were five heroes that you could play with in the first game. They have gotten captured by the vermin, which are like rat people that have infested, you know, the world. That's who you're fighting. Um, so they've captured these five heroes. And so you start out as one of them and you're all like in this prison and you've got to help your buddies break out and you regroup and then you like go back out into the world. And the way both the first and the second game works is like there's kind of like this little hub area where you can go and like select your character and pick which mission you want to go on and like get hooked up with people to play with. Um, so like when you first spawn, you're just like kind of this basic knight guy. He's got an axe and then he had um, a bow and arrow. So every character has a ranged attack and a melee attack and it's real easy okay. to just switch back and forth between them. Um, but these are the same characters from the first one, so I was kind of familiar with them. And I wanted to play as this kind of, I guess she's kind of like a sorcerer. Her name was Sienna, and I kept thinking it was like Ferguson, but it was not. It was a word that was like much longer than that, but I was so far away from the TV, you know, so I had trouble reading it. So she's like got a long last name that starts with an F, but we'll just call her Sienna Ferguson. And, um... She has this, like, staff of fire that is her, like, she can shoot fireballs out is her ranged attack. And then she just has, like, a, a regular sword for her melee attack. Um, and I, I remembered playing her in the first one, and I thought I had a lot of fun with her. So I was like, I want to play as her on this mission. Um, so I picked the first mission because it's got a story you can go through. And I set it on the amateur difficulty, which was the easiest difficulty, because you know me, I like easy. Um, and then I got uh, matchmaking with other people, and uh, we got a full party? No, I think there were just four of us. Um, but so we went in, and we started adventuring, and you know, it was pretty fun. It just, it seems very similar to the first game. You're just, you know, you've got a checkpoint or whatever that you've got to get to and you're just fighting enemies along the way um, you can pick up health potions you can pick up bombs um, in the first game I had a lot of trouble finding my way around because it would just be like go find this thing but there like wasn't a map there wasn't waypoint markers or anything and so you just had to explore until you found it and that's not my favorite so in this game at least some of the objectives uh, they would pop up uh, like a little icon, a shield icon uh, on the screen to show you like which direction uh, your objective was. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, but so I started playing as Sienna Ferguson and I'm throwing my fireballs, having a good old time. And what happens is like there's this like overheat meter on her fireball staff and um, like... I think once it gets all the way full, you kind of catch on fire a little bit. And there's supposed to be something that you can do to discharge it safely, I think. But because I didn't play the first thing as her, like, there wasn't a tutorial. What are you laughing like, about? Maybe stop, drop, and roll is how you, like... Well, she's not on fire yet. Like, it's just like you can oh, see it like... building. Um, okay. And so then I found, like, if you pushed square, 
it would discharge it, but then also you would take some damage. And so I was like, what? what's happening? So I That's kept like, no, I was really screwing myself there because it took me quite a while to even catch on that, that was what was happening because I thought I was just like getting wounded in battle. Um, so I was getting wounded like that. And then her character design is really cool because on her shoulders, instead of like shoulder pads, she has these two like torches that have that are lit with fire. So she just got fire on her shoulders, you know? But this is a first-person game, and so as you're going along doing stuff, yes. Can you cook s'mores on the torches? I mean, I would say no, because that sounds like it'd be a really fun thing to do, and this game probably wouldn't let you do that, because they like to spit on you. Um, But yes, I'm getting to that. No... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not not in the good way so oh god no uh. okay but anyway so as you're like running and fighting things you just have these two orbs of fire like in your view that aren't attached to anything but they're just like flopping around in front of you and it makes it very yeah, difficult are. yeah they are it makes it very difficult to see what's going on so i was really not enjoying playing as this character um, but once you select your character, like you have to play the mission as them, you can't change midway through. Um, so I wasn't having the best time. And also, it seemed like the easy level was not super easy. We got to the boss, and it was like this big hulking whatever. Um, and like it knocked me out straight away. And like you're down, and you have to wait for a teammate to revive you. Um, so that happened a few times, and then, like, when you're down waiting to be revived, it seems like you've got another meter that is, like, your revive meter, and, like, if they don't get you in time, then, like, you can't be revived, and this freaking boss liked to come, like, knock me down, and then, like, stomp around on me, and, like, not leave, and so he would just, like, keep decreasing my revive meter, and, like, I would have to rely on my other heroes to come like smack at him and get him to like get off of me before they could revive me um but yeah they just stopped reviving me after a while and then I just like died died and like I couldn't come back and then eventually we all died and I was just like good god this is not fun um I was like that was a super hard battle for an easy mode um so, like, I'm saying it much more calmly than I was feeling at the time. I was very angry, and I almost deleted the game off of my Xbox. <laughs> um, but then, like, last night I was talking with Alejandro, and I was like, he talked about it, and I was like, well, you know, I'd give it a go. Like, if you want to go play it together, we can go try it. And we were going to, but he didn't actually have it downloaded all the way. His power had gone out the other day in the middle of the download, and then it never continued. So, um, I, th- I feel like I'll... St- I'll still give it a chance again at some point with a friend. Um, But I don't think I'll ever play it again by myself. And if I don't have a good time playing it with a friend, I'm probably just going to delete it off the Xbox because, like, I was was not happy about it. So. That sucks. I'm sorry you had a bad time with it. Um, uh, Currently, I don't have xbox live or games pass so i need to eventually get those again um and we can probably play together uh let me tell you something cody we'll just we'll talk we'll get to this later but let me just throw it out here this time as well 
Uh, right now, I don't know how long it lasts, but you can get a year of Xbox Gold for $40 instead of the normal $60. Oh. If you have an interest. Look into that. Yeah. And I think there was also a sale on... I, I read there was a sale on Game Pass, but then I don't think I could find the thing for it. But uh, I don't know. And also by the time this podcast comes that. out, it might be over. But probably if not, you should uh, check it. Knowing our luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry you had a very bad time with that game. Mm. But let me tell you about a game I had a great time with. Okay. Hopefully my joy will pass on to you. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so if you had came to Cody and been like, hey, man. Uh, a couple years, that game you had no interest in and you were, heard terrible, terrible things about, you'd be having a blast with. I'd be like, first off, what are you doing in my room? Secondly, that's a really old joke. I'm really sorry. I couldn't resist it. Stupid um, joke. <laughs> I would not believe that I would be enjoying No Man's Sky as much as I am. Uh, so No Man's Sky came out two years ago and... To some not good reviews, both critically and fan side, uh, they talked a big game and could not deliver. I remember like hearing things about this game, and like it sounded amazing. Like, oh, it would take thousands of hours for you to run into another player. It would take you a thousand hours to get to the center of the world or the galaxy. I mean, um, and then within like an hour, someone's like, hey, I got to the center of the galaxy. <laughs> oh, hey, the reason you can't, it takes you a thousand hours to run into anybody is because you can never run into anybody. It's a single player game. Uh, so they really like <laughs> hyped this game up. And uh, I think all the blame should not be put on Hello Games. Uh, they were a small company making this game. And like comms, on, con- on paper, the concept sounds amazing. You're going around exploring planets, uh, just exploring this huge galaxy. And that sounds great. And I think Sony came in and was like, hey, we're going to fund you guys. Get this game out soon. Like, we want this game out, like, almost as if it's another one of their AAA titles. Uh, and I think they bit off more than they can chew. Because as as I found out, with all the updates they've done over the past two years and the new update that came out last week, uh, when you're hearing this, uh, No Man's Sky next, this game is breathtaking. Like, I have very high standards for visuals in video games. Like, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, there's a point where you get, you're like on top of a mountain and you look out and like, top 10, one of the best things I've ever seen. God of War, there are multiple times where you look out and you're just like, this is incredible. Um, this game, like, within the first five minutes had me being like, oh, wow, this is pretty. Um, so, like, what they've added to the game is now there's in, you can be in third person, which I think helps a lot. Because mm-hmm. being in first person, like, your field of view is just not what it really should be in a game like this. Like, mm-hmm. so you can see around you and, like, see if something's sneaking up on you and stuff like that. Um, there's now, like, a 30-hour story mission kind of thing. Uh there's multiplayer where you can join up with up to three other friends. You guys can build bases together, explore the galaxy together. You can do the entire story with a group of friends if you choose to. I'm trying to think of what other big things they've added to the game. Uh, oh, there's space combat. There's, like, I think there's a horde mode, but I haven't found it yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, so 
I started. I got it for really cheap. So uh, it's fifteen ninety nine if you're a GameStop Power Up Elite oh. member. So I and then through that I also had a coupon for fifteen dollars off. So I got it for like four dollars because tax. This tax is annoying. Good lord. Um, so I got home. I downloaded it. Hopped in for like ten minutes before we had to record for Resident Evil Five. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Like this is gorgeous. Like wow. And like I'm fixing my ship up. I got my ship running. Uh, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. So after we record Resident Evil 5, I hop back on. And I joined up with my brother-in-law, a couple of his friends, people who've been playing the game for a long time. Like, they just stuck with the game. They were like, mm-hmm. I have, I'm having fun with it. I don't care what people say. Uh, and so I was, like, talking to them about the game. I was like, oh, like, what does this do and stuff? One of the big things they added was procedurally generated worlds. Any world you go to will be different. Like, there'll be different effects on it and stuff and so in no man's sky like one of the big things is every planet has a different atmosphere obviously like there's a snow planet there's a sand planet there's a desert planet there's a tropical planet uh there's planets that are pure gas and so the toxicity and the radiation is really high so when i was playing by myself the first planet they spawned me on because you spawn on a random planet and from there you go planet to planet and it's all random until you land um i was on a sand planet and in the first five minutes there was a dust storm and I'm like, no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, man, like that gauge over there in the corner is like dropping like crazy. Like, what do I do? Uh, and eventually like a little alert comes up. And it's like, you should probably find shelter like fast. So, um, and I, at first I'm like, well, this is annoying, but then I'm like, yeah. actually this is kind of cool because it's like, I wonder what other planets are like. So, like, on the snow planet I went to, like, there's a heavy snowstorm. So mm-hmm. I should probably get into a cave or something or build a base. Um, and so, like, the story starts, and this is, like, very minuscule stuff. Nothing nothing spoilery. Like, they have you fix the ship. And they kind of, like, start teaching you, like, what you can do in the game as far as crafting goes. So they're like, hey, craft, like, a little basic base. And, like, crafting in this game is pretty good. Like, I play a couple of different crafting games, like Ark, and I played Minecraft and other things and i like the way this handles like uh it's all done like you just kind of there's no like you don't have to build something to make a wooden wall like you just have to have the stuff on you to make the wooden wall or the wooden floor which is very useful because there are games where like it's like hey go craft that thing so then you can do it and there is an element of that in no man's sky but it's only because like you you as a human being or alien as you can eventually become apparently uh you can't refine a mineral called ferrite into pure ferrite because you're just a human but a portable refiner could refine it so you obviously have to make one of those obviously Um, yeah so i joined them and i made a little base and then like i was like okay like whatever they just want to teach me how to make a base and then an acid rainstorm starts (laughs) and two of them die from the acid rainstorm (laughs) but guess who didn't Joe Blow over here who made a fucking house three seconds before the acid rainstorm hit. <laughs> so I felt great about myself. I was like, this is good. Um, <laughs> Your house was safe in the acid rain? It didn't disintegrate? Yeah, I guess. No, like, I guess there's nothing about that. Like, I guess That's maybe good. if, like, I haven't ran into any... So there's different aliens. So in the game, you can, like, there is a... I think it's called an analytical advisor or something. Um, analyzing advisor, not analytical. Yeah. And you can like look through it and scan 
plant life, animal life, and you get credits for it because you are discovering these. And like when you go to a planet for the first time, you're discovering the planet. You can name it. You can name the animals. And so like I've been scanning animals to get credits and stuff. And like so far, I haven't seen anything hostile until mm. one thing happened. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, so I wonder if like maybe the alien life forms can attack your base, maybe. Oh, but so okay. far, I have not seen anything about your house being destroyed by like the weather or anything. Okay. That's, so that's pretty good. And you can like easily bounce back and forth between multiplayer and single player. Okay. So like it all there's multiple different save uh points. And so if you have a if you like want to start fresh with it, like say me and you want to play together. Mm-hmm. I can make a fresh character and we'll both be at square one and we do stuff together. But then I still get to keep my main character, the original one I made. And like, there's like, I think eight slots for that. So like, that's cool. You can have different groups of people that you play with different stuff. That's really cool. I'm really enjoying this game. Like the first time you get into your spaceship and fly out into space, Mm -hmm. it is breathtaking because you were like, it's you're, you're an astronaut for the first time in your life because it's amazing. Uh, the first time you do hyperdrive, the first time you do pulse drive, like it's just breathtaking because of how beautiful this game is. I was reading a tweet the other day, and someone was like, "I can't think of another time a video game went from being one of the most hated and like disregarded video game to mm-hmm. people are actually excited for it. Like people are streaming this game and loving it. Like it's crazy." So. My biggest complaint is sometimes the game doesn't t- tell you what like certain things do. Mm-hmm. So I decided I wanted to kind of get like the basic tutorial stuff done before mm-hmm. I started playing with friends because I felt like they were doing stuff. And I didn't want a repeat of my arc situation where I just kind of was like sending around like, yeah. what do I do? I wanted to learn how to play the game before yeah. I go play with others. And I don't want to be a burden. So I, I'm playing the story by myself and I'm like running through this planet looking for materials and I see a whispering egg and i'm like oh maybe this is like a rare item and i can collect it so i start to shoot it and it explodes on me and i'm like okay normal right and then i turn to my left because i heard a noise and six worm-like creatures sprout up from the ground and start spitting acid at me and I'm a good, like, 30 feet from my spaceship. And, like, I'm on comms with the people I was playing with earlier. And they're like, <laughs> just run. And I'm like, I don't got enough stamina for that. Like, I'm, like, so dead. So I'm, like, running. But, like, you have a jetpack. So I'm, like, kind of jetpacking a little bit to give myself a speed boost. Health bar got to, like, nothing. Like, I was like, I'm dead. And then luckily I get into my ship and... So you have to craft, like, fuel for your ship. And so, like, there's fuel for, like, launching the thrusters to, like, launch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't know if I last time I filled up my launch thrusters. Luckily, I was at 25%, went down to zero, but I got out of there. Yeah. That was how I learned. Never shoot eggs. Unless you were, like, have a gun. And I didn't have a gun yet, so. (laughs) I'm really having fun with the game. Uh, I'm excited for you to get it. You're getting it next week, you said? Yeah, well, so funny story, uh, just on Tuesday when the next update came out, just randomly, we hadn't talked about it beforehand, but Cody and I both bought this game, (laughs) so he bought it at GameStop where he could pick it up that day, I bought it on eBay, and I had to wait for shipping. Um, But yeah, so 
now that you've had some time to play it, um, cause like I told you, I'm excited to try it, but I still feel like there's like a 75% chance that I'm not going to like this game. So what do you, how do you think I'm going to feel about this game? Say my, through our friendship, I've come to know you pretty well. And, yeah. um, you tell you, you told me you were watching a stream of one of your friends play it. And, uh, you're like, I don't, it looks kind of boring. And I was like, yeah, like there's, it's a little tedious at times. Like you, you know, you gotta go get stuff. And you're like, I don't know, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not gonna like it. And I was going to text you, knowing who you are, you're not going to like it because you did not like Codan Exiles, or I don't think you thought Ark sounded interesting. So I'm, I'm kind of, I think maybe because me and you will play this game together, you may like it. But I definitely am going into it expecting you to not like it. Let me tell you something, Cody. Um, so you know how you gave me so much shit because I ordered it on eBay and it was going to take so long to get here, right? Uh, yeah. guess what? It got here today and <gasps> I wasn't feeling well. So I took the afternoon off and I played No Man's Sky. Holy shit. Let's go. <laughs> tell me how you feel about this game. Oh, well, let me tell you. So you said... Like, you know, it doesn't do a great job explaining stuff to you. It does not do a great job explaining stuff to you. And you, so it's like dire circumstances. Then you're like, oh, shit. You pop out on this planet. It's like, hey, repair your scanner. But also, like, your radiation suit is failing. Oh, and also, like, your life support is failing. So you should get on that. Um, and I'm like, well, okay, what the hell am I supposed to be doing? So I just go and start, like... Sh using my mining laser on random things until I get some stuff to f I fix the scanner first. By the time I got that scanner fixed, like all my stuff was real low. Like I was, you said you were like that far from dying. I was like, there was no slivers left on my health bar. I don't know how I didn't die. By the time I found, I finally found the sodium, I think, which I needed to fix my radiation suit. So then once I got that back up, like I was kind of shielded and then eventually your health will regenerate. So then my health started regenerating. I was like, okay. Uh, but because I was like mining everything in sight, one of those sentinel things came at me and I like, okay, I'm going to shoot it, I guess, because that's what you do when you're under attack. So I'm doing battle with this sentinel and it's horrible. And I'm like doing like ring around the rosy with this plant, trying to like hide <laughs> from it to keep it from shooting so I could get my health to regenerate so then I could go shoot it some more. And then I find out that your mining laser starts losing functionality as well. And then you have to like recharge that with resources that you've gathered, hopefully. Um, so eventually I kill the Sentinel and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I'm like, all right, got that out of the way. And it's like, oh, stage two security is activated. And then like two more Sentinels come at me. And I was just like, oh. how are you supposed to get out of this? And like, I tried running, but it chased me. Apparently, You don't shoot the Sentinels, first of all. Well, if it's shooting at you to begin with. Is it shooting at you? Well, yes, because like apparently I found out the hard way what you're supposed to do when a Sentinel comes at you. Stop mining. Like, apparently, I just mined that everything. That obvious to me. I didn't, it was too late by the time it found me. It was already shooting at me because I didn't realize what it was until it was too late. So I got myself in this situation. Uh, you kill two Sentinels, you get two more, and then you get a bigger thing that was like a, a dog robot. So then I eventually died. Yeah. And I was like, okay, 
But then it put me back at my ship. So I was like, well, I guess that's okay. Because um, then the Sentinels weren't after me after I respawned. Um, but then, like, it was it was a tough learning curve there at the beginning. But then I was like, okay, I figured it out. I can try it again. I can avoid these Sentinels. If they see me, I'll just stop mining. If they do kind of attack me, if you run away really fast... Um, you can get away from them and they'll like deactivate and then you'll be safe again. Cause I was yeah. running towards my ship because when you die, uh, there's like a place marker on the land where you can go pick up your supplies when you respawn. And so I was mm -hmm. like, well, I want to die close to the ship so that I can just grab my stuff real quick. But I found out that if you run fast enough, you can just get away. So I was like, okay, I was trying to repair my ship. I made the metal plate that I needed. Um, I needed to find a, a hermetic seal. Didn't know how to do that. Uh, I had to repair this other thing, which needed, like, the pure ferrite or something, which you can't get unless you have the advanced laser, which I didn't have. Um, so I was just, like, wandering around looking for stuff because I didn't know what to do. And I, I didn't. And I just, I wandered for too far. And I went down in these caves. And then I came back out from a hole on the other side of the cave and then I was a little bit lost and I was like I don't remember where my ship is but I feel like I should go back to my ship because I'd been googling and it was like oh you need to build a portable refinery which you would think a little tutorial pop-up would just say hey build your portable refinery but it doesn't tell you that and when you just go and you look it at does. the things no it didn't it didn't for me yeah, I don't know which one did you pick did you pick survival or did you pick like I picked when you're picking the easy one that's not the like super just creative and explore one the one that was like at the top okay there should have been a tutorial thing because that's what's not. been coming up for me so that's very weird i'm sorry you had that experience no because i looked at all the stuff i could craft and a portable refinery was not one of the things like there was so you're supposed mm. to somehow know that you're supposed to make a metal plate, put it down on the ground, and then push something on the D-pad to get a new crafting menu to make your portable refinery there. Which I had absolutely no way to know that except for Google. And that made me very angry, okay? So I am lost from my ship. And I'm like, how do I get back to my ship? I would love for there to be a map that I could pull up and just see where it is. But there was no way for me to find a map. Um... And so I looked at the compass and there were these markings on the compass and I was like, okay, now just don't say anything because I know it's stupid, okay? I looked at the things and I was like, oh, S, that must be for my ship. So I started heading towards the S on the compass. And so I'm walking for a real long time. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm like, I think I've gone the wrong way. I think I'm going to have to walk like all the way across this planet before I get back to my ship. And I'm looking somewhere and I'm like, oh my god, the S stands for South. It does not stand for my <laughs> ship. So then I was like, I don't know where I am. I'm like halfway across this planet. There's like no way for me to get back to my ship. I got really frustrated. I was like, how do I save? You have to be by your ship to save or be by a landmark on the planet, which of course I was not. Um... And, like, I'd been scanning stuff. I'd gotten a lot of money from doing stuff. But I was like, you know what? Nope. I just quit out. Like, it's all gone. Don't care. Can't deal with this right now. Um, if I'd been a smart person, what I would have done was mine some stuff a lot to get a sentinel to come attack me. But the sentinel kill me. I would have spawned back at my ship. I could have started over. And then hopefully... 
Once I got my ship working, I could have gone back to where all my supplies were and picked them up. But I was so angry that I just stopped Cody. I mean, what you also could have done was text your best friend who's been playing the game for the past two days and be like, hey, how do I do this? Yeah, but, see, I, mean, I thought about doing that, but I thought it'd be more fun to just surprise you on the podcast with my anger. I mean, so, that was, I'm very surprised. Um, I, it took it took a lot to save that because, yeah, I was, I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, so I, I think it's safe to assume that I was right and that you were not enjoying this game. I'm not enjoying this game. I think it it might it would definitely would have been better if I'd started with a friend, um, someone to show me the ropes, so I wouldn't have gotten just you know been directionless. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll definitely try it, you know, playing with a friend again. But uh, man, not a good first impression. Um, if I were if I did not have gaming friends and I was playing by myself, I don't know if I would come back to this. Also glad I only paid fifteen dollars for it. So Do you have any positives about this game at all? I mean, it's it is pretty, mm-hmm. but I did get kind of pissed off uh when I was you know, I told you I was playing Ring Around the Rosie with this Sentinel, and like I would move too close and like I would be partially inside this plant. And, like, the Sentinel would kind of, like, be inside the plant. Um, it's uh, like the graphics were the overlap thing. Yeah. Was, and it was just like, that seems cheap for something that should be so gorgeous. Like, that just seemed like, ugh. Um, I do like the little animals that are on the planet. Uh, you can feed them, I guess. Which yeah. is kind of cool. Although it didn't seem to work very well. Like, I guess I would feed them and then it would just stick its head in the ground. And it was eating with its head in the ground. I don't know. It seemed do. like I didn't know I if that was time. the correct animation or if it was just something weird was going on and its head wasn't actually supposed to be in the ground. There's definitely some very weird looking aliens in this mm-hmm. game. Like there was what looked to be like a sandworm. Oh. But instead of like burrowing underground, the sandworm's like body would just like hop up and down <laughs> to get places yeah. on this one planet I was on. And I was like. That seems so fucking weird, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should note that uh, they had a update patch that came out after like the day after the next patch dropped. And some people were experiencing where if they went on a freighter, they would lose their save. Um, but I was reading today that some of those people, they, they released another patch today and some of those people are getting their saves back. So hopefully that's good. We're affected by that, that it'll, you can get your save back and you didn't lose too much. Um, I was playing with uh, somebody and that's, that happened to them where they lost their save. So they just made a whole new character. Um, but they were kind of like, they were a little more upbeat about it than I expected. They were just kind of like, I get to experience the game like fresh with everybody else. So that's yeah. kind of cool. I was like, that's good. I mean, that's a way to look at it. I'm having fun with the game. I'm sorry. You have not yet, Sam, but we should, Get together, maybe me, you, Byron, some other people, just go explore the galaxy together. Um, sure. Sure. All right. Well, why don't you tell me about Urban Trials Playground right after we do a dog check and do I go look for this check. dog. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure to sit on the door. Okay. And then you better put this dog on camera. All right. So if you, uh, for you people, you just got to see a dog. Oh, hey. Now she's, now she's freaking out, but, uh, I mean, can she sit in your lap? Does she want to sit in your lap? This chair is not like... Not made for that. Yeah, not made for that. It's a, like a bar stool. 
pretty much. Oh. So yeah, I'm like barely sitting on it myself. She's going to eat anyways. All right, okay. so before I left, we were going to talk about uh, Urban Trials Playground. Let me hear about it. Yeah, so uh, as you know, I've been loving Trials Fusion, which was the free mm -hmm. PS Plus game uh, the other month. I don't know. Um, I've just, there's something addicting about it. I've been having a great time. I was getting all the gold medals for all the levels uh, up to, I hit the hard levels, Cody. And let me tell you, those levels are real hard. And I started not having as much fun. Shocking. Shocking that hard levels would be so hard. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of like, eh, this isn't as much fun anymore. I can go back to the previous levels and try to do some of the challenges. Also, Trials Fusion has a DLC for 20 bucks. And I'm like, well, you know, I wonder how many medium levels they'll have in those, you know, because I don't want to buy a bunch of DLC and have it all be hard that I can't do. Um, so like I was looking at it and like the first one has like 10 levels and three are medium so I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, whatever. You can get a season pass to get a bunch of them so I could get some more. But I was like, well, and about that time, I don't know what I was doing, but I found out there's this Switch game called Urban Trial Playground. Playground. I don't know what's, I feel like there's at least one plural word in this name. I don't know what it is. Urban Trial Playgrounds. I think I wrote it down wrong regardless. But anyway, it was also $20 and it had a free demo. You know how I love free demos. So I downloaded it. I'm like, They're let's nice. check this out. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an upbeat, colorful. It also has fun sounds. It kind of seems like a, I don't know if I'm imagining it, but like kind of 80s style to it. You're just like a little biker on like these probably California beaches. Um, so it seems like fun. I was, I was enjoying it. It seems a little easier than Trials Fusion because Trials Fusion, like, you really have to work on your balance so you don't tip over one way or the other. This one, you're pretty well balanced. Like, you're not really going to tip over. Um, the big thing with this, like, you get speed when you pop a wheelie. So, like, you try to, like, do, a, hmm. like, m drive as much as you can just on your back wheel to get a really big speed boost. And then, like, when you come to ramps... You can, like, duck down and then, like, jump up when you hit the end of the ramp to get, like, a, a height boost. Um, and then you can do tricks. You can do flips. Um, if you can, like, land on just your front tire, which is called a stoppy instead of a wheelie, you get, like, really good points. Um, you get better points if you do a front flip versus a back flip. But I'm really bad at the front flips because, I mean, they're harder. So, um, I guess so. But there's really two types of courses. So some of them you are just trying to get through and beat a certain time. Uh, and then others, you're trying to just do your tricks and get a certain high score based on the tricks. And mm -hmm. like if you beat the target, you'll get five stars, which is kind of like the medal system. Um, but then also there are challenges in these that you can do as well, such as like doing a certain number of flips or completing the track without crashing. Um so yeah, I was having a lot of fun with it. Um, I was like, you know, this is, it's a Switch game, so I can play it whenever. Um, and it's 20 bucks. And I was reading the description. And it's like, yeah, you get 50 levels. And I was thinking, like, this seems like a pretty good ideal. So I, I went ahead and I bought it. And I was playing it and I was having a real good time with it. It's just a lot of easy fun. Like quick maps, nothing to it. I'm having a good time. Then... I get to a part, Cody, and I'm like, wait, I feel like I've played this map before. Um, and so, like, if I had played a, a map and it was for a time trial, then, like, 
a few maps later, that same map is going to show up, but this time it'll be a tricks map. Um, oh, okay. Or sometimes it'll be like, I don't know, I didn't check these, like maybe it's like you have to do it, but like a faster time than before or something. But the point is, it's repeating the maps. Um, mm -hmm. So I went through and I was looking through it because it lists all the maps even when they're locked and you can see what they are. And I looked and like they have a ton of repetition, Cody. It, oh. it told me there were going to be 50 levels. And there are, if you count the tutorial, I think there are like 54 levels. However, if you look at the names of the maps, there are only about 30 unique ones. So the rest are all duplicated that you're just doing a different type of run on. And let me just go ahead and say, I was... I've had some some issues this week where I've been very cranky. Cody, I think I do still owe you an apology from when I was really cranky on Tuesday and I was super mean to you for no reason. Um, but this is this this I found this out in one of the times when I was very cranky and I got so angry about this because they had lied to me and I thought I was getting 50 unique levels and I was only getting 30. And Looking at it now, I'm like, why was I so mad about that? And I don't know, but I was angry. I was so mad. I was like, I am done with this game. Um, but actually, I mean, I still like it. It's a pretty fun game. And if you had gone into it knowing that, you know, there'd be some duplication of the levels, then I think it'd be fine. Um, and whatever that anger was, it's, it's past. It's a really fun game. I'm enjoying it. Um, if you like the Trials Fusion stuff, you should check it out if you want to have it portable on the go on your Switch. Um, I did have some trouble with the, like, where you duck down and then jump up to do, like, your big jumps. Like, it feels like the controls just aren't super responsive for that. And, like, I had more trouble with the Pro Controller, and I ended up going back to the Joy-Con grip with it because I felt like it handled it better, which is really weird. Um, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, but other than that, everything works works fine, and it's I mean it's a fun, simple game, so I recommend it. Um, just know that you know it's those thirty levels, oh, like 30. and then you're going to repeat them. So it's going to be fine, though. You're going to have a good time. So <laughs> right. there you go. All right, and then last but not least, um, I have one more game to talk about. Uh, Shmokemon Shmai. Um, real fun game I found. It's uh, Shmokemon Shmai. It's a uh... Cody. Do you remember how I talked about how I was getting angry? Uh, yeah. What's up? Just, just reminding you about that. I mean, it's not completely gone. It could come back at any time. Just FYI. It's fine. Continue. You... I'm just Continue. talking about Shmokemon Shmai. Okay. Why would you? Get right. that? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so in Shmokemon Shmai, you uh, you're a Shmokemon master. Um. And you go out into the world and catch Shmokemon. Um, okay. You may have heard of them. Uh, famous one is Shmikachu. Um, okay, okay. Uh, just wanted to say I've been playing Shmokemon Shmai. Uh, pacing in that game, really weird. Um, I thought you were had beat Shmokemon. Were you not? Are you right on the verge of beating Shmokemon? I'm like right on the verge of beating Shmokemon. I'm Oh, okay. See, I thought you were only going to talk times. about it if you beat it, but you did not beat Shmokemon. So you're just talking about Shmokemon just to talk about Shmokemon. Oh, no, 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 no. See, I was... <laughs> I'm 
that's that was Pokemon that I was close to beating. You said oh. I couldn't talk about Pokemon. This is Shmokemon. Very clear. There's a P in Pokemon and an S C H in Shmokemon. You just um, said the word you were not supposed to say. So let's let's I'm move so on. I'm so sorry. Move on. I failed you. Move on. Okay. So we have a new segment this week. It is this is Overwatch League trivia. Woo! So Sam's come to me and said, Cody, I've got some trivia for you leading up to the Overwatch League finals. Uh, this will be airing after that, but uh, I think Sam will have a little bonus thing for you guys. Um, so yeah, we'll find out who wins between Philadelphia Fusion and London Spitfire. Congrats to both those teams. No matter what, they're making history. So Yeah. So Sam, you have some trivia for me. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So you guys can play along at home, obviously, just for bragging rights, because like there's no there's no prize. Um, but we just want to have some fun. We love Overwatch and I love trivia. So and I think Cody does, too, because you play a lot of Jeopardy. So that's I mean, true. If, if so. you don't like it, you get suckered into playing it a lot. The intro bit, this is Overwatch League trivia that was based on Jeopardy. So, yeah. yeah. OK, so let's hit it. All right. Uh, so I've got ten questions here, and okay. we'll just we'll just see what you know. And you know, if you don't know, make your best guess. Um, don't answer right away, Cody. Take a second to think about it, so that people at home who are listening can can think about it and have their answer. Okay. All right. Are you ready, sir? I believe so. Okay. Question number one: What character silhouette is used in the Overwatch League logo? And there's no Googling. You can, I mean, at home, I guess you could pause it and Google it if you want to cheat. I feel but... like you should, because we don't want dead air. It's bad for podcasts. You should do the Jeopardy. Do, 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 do. Okay. Or should I just do it as I think? Can you do it while you think? Or is that going to be confusing? No, I think I should do it. Um, do, so I have the answer, do. I believe. Oh. Okay. Who is Traster? Good job. Correct answer. Yeah. All right. Way to go. You are off to a hot start, Cody. Let's see if you can keep the streak alive. You and your puns. How was that a pun? Because like, in Overwatch... You get streaks. You, you get, like, streak. streak. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm so punny, I don't even, like, know it. It just, like, comes out. All right, this one's a little tricky. If you haven't been following the news lately, you might not know. Okay? Question number two. Two Overwatch League players recently traveled to Switzerland to attend a forum on esports with the International Olympic Committee. Name one of them. Oh, okay, so, just name one? All right. Yeah, uh, so two of them went. You only have to name one. They went to two, talk to... Okay, well, I was just I was explaining the question some more. I'll do, the, I'll do it in just a minute. Just, I'll do it, okay? Do, 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 do. I believe I have an answer. Okay, all right. What is your answer? Who is Jake from the Houston Outlaws? Good job! That is one of the correct answers. I'm so impressed that you knew that. Do you want to just like go for bonus points and try to guess who the second person was? Was the other one Rockus? No. no. No, they wouldn't send two from the same team, probably, would be my guess. Because they're, you know, they want to show some diversity, you know. Not just, yeah. not everyone all the same. Do, was it do, do, do. Custa from the LA Valiant? 
Now think a little bit more know. diverse. Just a little bit more diverse. Okay. Um. Do 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 do. No idea. Okay. No idea. It was Gigri from the Shanghai Dragons. So oh. a man and a woman. You know, that was yeah, that's where I was point. going with the okay. diversity. So nice. Okay. Good yeah. Hint. Good hint. Yeah. So. Um, Good job. You are still on your. You've got a streak. You got a two kill streak because you're just killing these questions. You're so good at it. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm just gonna is... adjust the camera real fast. Okay. There okay. we go. All right. All right. It's better. It's getting this intense look on. All right. Question number three. So we're in season one of the Overwatch League, and it had four stages. Name who won each stage of the season one Overwatch League. Which teams? In order, I mean, okay. probably in order. All right. Do you, you can do the music do, or the music? Do, 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 for stage three, it was the NYXL. Correct. And for stage four, my boys, the LA Valiant. Correct. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, there's is... someone who hates esports. I know so much about it. I mean, when did you ever say that you hated esports? You always tell me I hate esports because I poo-pooed on NYXL one time. I don't think I've ever said that. Yes, you I mean... have. I just said you're not as into it as you used to be. But that's you lost that deal with Overwatch League because you said I hated esports. What eel? Deal, like like we had a marketing. Oh, we had a marketing uh, broadcast deal, something. Yeah, (laughs) it was a good joke. I missed it. I'm sorry. I my enunciation, whatever. Okay. All right. Question four. This one is a toughie. Like I would not have known this. I had to look it up. Okay. Question number four. Which teams played in the first ever Overwatch League match? Oh, he just made a face. Oh, my God. Who is the Seoul Dynasty and the Dallas Fuel? that's that's the miss noise you just like totally totally missed that one um but like i said that's a hard one who who would know who would know um turns out it was the la valiant and the san francisco shock played the first match in the overwatch league la valiant won four to zero so hey yeah they did they were they were on to a to a good streak and then they ended stage four with a with a win too so you know they just bookended it right there so all right that's okay that's right it's one miss you're still doing great cody so you've got a three right one miss let's keep going right number five what is the name of the overwatch development league quick quick question are you familiar with the overwatch development league Yes. Okay. So just for um, people who might not be, that's like, like it's kind of like the minor leagues where people uh, train and practice to hopefully work their way into the Overwatch League. So, and some of the Overwatch League teams have also have teams in the development league that they work with. So, 
what is the Overwatch Contenders League? Yay! You okay. got it. It's the Contenders. Good job. Good job. He's he's turning it around. He's getting the streak alive again. Here we go. Good job, Cody. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, question six. What do you receive for watching Overwatch League matches on Twitch? What is drops? That is correct. You receive drops if you watch Overwatch League on Twitch. All you got to do is watch it. You get these drops. Cody, for a bonus point, do you know what you can do with those drops? You can go into Overwatch and they give you coins to buy Overwatch League skins for your characters. Correct. Good job, sir. Have you bought any uh, Overwatch team skins? Yes. Um, I have Ellie Valiant's Roadhog skin and I have Houston Outlaws Reinhardt skin. Okay. I have Houston Outlaws Junkrat skin for Jake, and I have a Shanghai Dragons Diva skin for Giguri. So, nice. just coincidentally, the two people I have skins for are the ones who went to talk to the Olympics committee. What? That's crazy. Nice. All right. Um, so you're doing good. You're doing real good. Got five questions right. Let's keep going. Question seven. Which sponsor for the Overwatch League features commercials with the Overwatch League casters? What is this car company? Mm -hmm. They have real cute commercials. They get the, the casters in there yeah. doing fun stuff. I really enjoy them. What is Mazda? Oh, swing and a miss. I'm sorry. Bomb. That is a that is an incorrect answer, sir. It is Toyota. So is Toyota? Yeah. See, I believe the slogan is like guess. go places, Toyota, you know. So Okay. There's some fun commercials. You don't see many commercials during the Overwatch League, so like I never thought I'd miss commercials. Cause like sometimes they just have like that countdown really like three minutes till we're back. Um yeah. so I enjoy when they have a nice fun commercial with the casters all right oh you've missed two so i think you're down to like like that's a that's a b now so let's, let's try to keep it up all right we don't want to go lower all than right, that. i'll try okay i'll try all right question number eight which player for the dallas fuel had a fan show up at a match wearing a mask representing the player and proceeded to stand creepily behind the caster desk during the broadcast who is the player name seagull correct good job cody did you did you see this when the the guy in the seagull yeah. mask was there i think we were watching together uh when it happened were we oh, okay yeah yeah um so yeah, I I I get creeped out by people in masks just standing there not saying anything. So this guy was real creepy, just like hanging out there in the background. So all right, you're you're turning it around again. You're ready to keep going. Keep the positive momentum. You can do this. I feel I feel good about this one. Okay. Question number nine. When this player for the LA Valiant is introduced, it sounds like the crowd is booing him, but really they're just saying his gamer tag. 
Who is it? Oh, he just mouthed an F-bomb. So I think he's having a problem with this, and I feel real bad because he loves the L.A. Valiant, so I feel like this would have been an easier one for him. But I don't know. I'm, I hope Who is... Soon? Correct, sir! Because right. they say they say soon, but it sounds like boo, and so okay, like, I, I, like, I can see that. All right. Yeah, it, it it weirded me out at first. I was like, why are they booing him? But no. So, all right, all right. You're doing good. You're doing real good, Cody. We're down to the last question. All right. This is gonna be a tough one too. All right. Two players are tied for the most time played in the Overwatch League regular season with 41 hours and 58 minutes. Name one of them. So basically you're looking for which player spent the most time playing in matches in the Overwatch League. There's two that are tied. You just have to name one of them. Okay. Do, 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 do. Who is? Okay. Jonak. Oh my god, you've got it, Cody. You are correct, sir. Oh my oh, god. Such a he Sam, just hand me out. a broom, because I just reverse sweep after that last um, one I got wrong. Yeah, yeah, you got three in a row, so I'd count that as a reverse sweep. Yeah. I mean you'd win a match with that, so yeah. So Jonak, our our season one MVP has the most time tied with, um, do you want to take a stab? You want me to just tell you who the other person is? Do you want a hint? What team do they play on? New York Excel. Really? So both players? Yeah. Yeah. Both on the same team. So. Arc? No. No? No. Do you want me to tell you? You want to guess? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Mecco. So. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I feel like they swap him and uh, one of the other tanks a lot, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... And you yeah. see, the reason I knew it was Jonak was because I feel like they've never swapped out Jonak. They'll swap yeah. out the other arc. They'll swap out arcs every now and then, but Jonak usually always plays. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Either, think he's ever been swapped. So. If it wasn't NYXL, I would go Jake from Houston Outlaws because he always plays DPS, I feel. Well, you know what the interesting thing about this question is, or about this statistic in general, is in order to be the person who has played the most time, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like, the best team, because, like, a team who wins quickly will have less playtime, you know? Yeah, so that means New York good. Excel, they were having some long matches there, having to draw it out and they spend do time they usually do go to game five of notice, yeah. so yeah. So, right. so yeah. So that, that was, was that was. Did you have a good time? Yeah, you know, um, around question five, I was like, "Are we still doing this?" Ah, I'm just kidding. It was fun. <laughs> I had fun. Well, I hope so you guys at home enjoyed it. a long time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, it's just, just like a fun games. thing to do. So yeah, it was fun. Um, okay, so yeah, Cody, after... do you know what I'd like to do now? Okay. This is where you're going to splice is... in. Well, so we're recording this on Thursday, but I'm going to go ahead and use my time fart ability, which you didn't know. You thought that was only for going back in time. I can use it to go forward in time. So oh. we're going to use it right now. Go forward to Saturday night after the finals are over 
And we're going to go ahead and talk about those games and who won the championships. So do you want to do the time for it or do you want me to do it? You can do it. Okay, I'll do my best, okay? Hey, thanks, past us. Uh, so here we are in the future talking about the Overwatch League Grand Finals. Yeah, it just uh, happened. Yeah, it just happened. Sam, what were your overall thoughts on the uh, the Grand Finals themselves? Well, I mean, I was super excited for it. Um, I couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't wait. We had such fantastic play in the quarterfinals and the semifinals, so I was like really pumped up, and I thought I was going to be super excited. And that's kind of the reason why we decided to do this little extra section. Um, but turns out I'm not, I'm not that excited. Um, it was, it was not as. Um, edge of your seat gameplay as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So congratulations to the London Spitfire. They they took the win uh, with two matches. Um, but yeah, they just pretty much dominated the whole thing. Like the first match, the first map, there was some really good fights going on. And I was like, yes, this is what I want to see. And I was hoping that that would be what the whole series was like. But then after that map, it was just... It just seemed like Philly wasn't playing as well as they had been. And uh, I was like, man, just. Yeah, it definitely seemed like Philadelphia just ran out of like fuel at some point. Like they were just mm-hmm. like, like all everyone would talk about is like how Carpe is just going to pop off and like yeah. go crazy. But like he was getting shut down every fight, it seems like he won a couple like gun battles with murdering. But like for the most part, yeah, Philly did not. I don't know. This. I don't know if they, they were just tired, maybe, like jet lag from New York, maybe. Well, and London made their priority taking out Carpe. So, um, you know, it worked well for them. Cody, you've frozen on my screen. Uh, the power fucking went out and my phone's plugged in. So it instantly died, apparently. <laughs> um, that was fucking scary. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, where was, what were we talking about? Uh, London, I was saying London made it their game plan to, uh, hold on, let's just wait till you get settled there. Okay, sorry. Okay, that's okay. All right, so I was just saying London made it their mission to shut down Carpe, and it was working really well for them, because they kept doing it. You okay? Sorry. Yeah, it it started freaking out. (laughs) Uh, Like, it pictures in the middle. I don't know. Okay. Cody's in the middle of a storm right now, so the weather yeah. is interfering with power and such. I have a dog who's very great. Why don't you get her and snuggle her while we're recording? Because she'll nip and bark when she sees you, because she's afraid of people. Like, she'll really see me on the phone? She, she'll look. She okay. freaked out, like, yesterday when there was someone outside, just like, Aww. it's in proximity to the house, so. Poor Coco. Um, yeah. Alright, so. Yep. Yeah, it just seemed like Spitfire knew, like, hey, shut down Carpe, and, like, that's all they really need to do. Yeah, you kind of hope that, like, when it comes out of these big, like, grand final matches, that they'll go on for at least all three games that's yeah. possible, yeah. instead of just, like, almost clean sweep that uh, London did. I have some complaints, like... So each, like, stage, and then this, even the Grand Finals, was played on, like, a different patch. And, like, I don't think that's a great way to tell who, like, who overall is the best team. Because, like, obviously, like, mm-hmm. New York XL, like, dominated half the series. Yeah. Like, half the series. And then, like, they get to a patch, and, like, they're just not adjusting right. 
and they like end up losing. So it's just like I would like for Overwatch season two to be like they need to either like pick a patch and be like, hey, this is the patch we're playing on, and like if you're training, this is the patch you play on, because like. I don't know, like, this entire, like, grand final stage was just like, hey, who has a better Hanzo? Who's using the best Hanzo? Like, and that got, like, a little repetitive and boring for me. Like, I, trust me, like, when it ended and, like, they were, like, Hanzo Fire 1, like, all these people are cheering and stuff, I got a little choked up because, like, I love Overwatch. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It brought me so many friendships, including this one. And I was like, man, it's great to see, like, a game I love on this stage and, like, knowing that this is on Twitch, this is on ESPN right now, like, all these channels, it's incredible. Like, it's amazing. I just feel like there is some improvements that can get made for the next season. Yeah, but like, I feel like Overwatch, part of what it is as a game is adaptability. And that's why you can change your hero halfway through. Um, yeah. Like, you know, that's like what, what happens. You you get in a tough spot, you try something new. And so I think, you know, the new patches and stuff, it's being the best team at a certain patch is fine, but also being able to be a team that can adapt to whatever is new and whatever the current thing is, you know, that says something about your, your team quality as well. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, it seems like yeah, Overwatch I mean, goes through a lot of changes over a year. So like by the end of the season, if it stayed with that first, the first patch or whatever, like it would be kind of outdated by the time it got to, a new one um but i mean i get what you're saying it's uh you know you could look it's at just like it, i don't know it's just hard i don't like because like granted spitfire one stage one uh mm-hmm. finals so technically we started and ended with the same team so like yeah. maybe spitfire's just you know been consistent throughout the entire thing but like it was weird to like philadelphia fusion was like this underdog team mm-hmm. and they made it from never being in a stage final to being in the grand finals. Like, and that's something against Fusion. Like, they did great. Like, they were doing amazing. They just kind of like lost steam in this yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, hey, second place isn't bad. Like, no, yeah, I mean, they got to make it to the grand finals, and that is something that's pretty exciting. None of the other teams got to do that. So, I mean, and they earned their place. They were they were fighting yeah. hard. It's just, you know, with games like this, sometimes you have good days and just sometimes you have off days. And, you know, if your off day happens on the day when your opponent is having an extremely good day, then it's just, you know, that sucks. But uh, that's what it is. But there's still, I mean, all six teams that made it to the playoffs are really good teams. And like, oh, yeah. any of them on their day that they hit their really good day, they could have been the champions. So it's just like, you know, we've got a lot of, a lot of talent in this league. So it's, it's neat to see that. Um, and it's just going to keep growing. Cause I think like it's yeah. been rumored that like they're adding six more teams to next season. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. crazy. That's exciting. Well, um, and I also heard next season they're going to um, not all be in LA arena. Like they'll have different locations. Yeah. They'll have, they have like matches. Home bases pretty much which is interesting so it'll be interesting i want to see because like the blizzard arena is so well done i wonder mm-hmm. if they'll try to replicate that in other places yeah 
Well, and just also oh. the fact that teams are going to be having to travel now. And like, are they still living in L.A., all of them, but moving to different things? Like there's going to be jet lag for them. They're not going to have as much training time. And there's also just like the difference of like right now, everybody is in L.A. together and they all practice in the same spot and do all this and everybody knows each other. But like if, if people are living in a different town and practicing there and like go traveling for matches, it's like it starts to get more segmented and maybe less friendly or something yeah. i don't know you gotta wonder how like like say you get to play london spitfire like the time difference in jet lag from that has got to be incredible like you yeah. probably would have to like be interested and see how they like handle that kind of stuff because like i know currently like there is a hot debate about like players playing too much like yeah. training too much and mm -hmm. like there's mental health issues like effect from dallas fuel like was on suicide watch for a while there because he like was so hard on himself and like he yeah. was depressed because they weren't winning um so like it'll be interesting to see like what how they like commendate uh people who are traveling that much and like what's the game plan like would be because we are gonna have so many teams like we already have it's 18 right now right it's not 18 12 no, 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 it's no. only 12 12 12 it's going to be 18. we would have 18 yeah. in season two if it's just six it could be even more yeah would it be that like you're not playing a game every week so you have an off week like yeah that'd be probably really beneficial to people who are traveling like so if say you have to go to like if you're playing the shanghai dragons you've got to go to china like say something like that yeah and like I sure I'm sure there are teams more teams gonna pop up in the UK, probably some more US teams. So it'll be interesting to see where teams come from. Uh, I think the thing that like really got me was they sent it back to the desk and Chris Puckett uh worked with MLG for a long time. And I remember watching Halo three tournaments and I remember watching a Halo three tournament, it was the biggest one from the Barclay Center. And when he made the comment, he's like, I've been here before and mm -hmm. this is a million times bigger than yeah. what we ever dreamed esports could be. And like, I've been back some tears there. I was like, ah, yeah. fuck, man. Esports has come so far. And like, yeah. it's amazing to see Overwatch on this stage like this. Like, it was really cool. Like, I, I didn't have a dog in this fight. Like, I didn't yeah. care who won, really. Like, good first Spitfire. Like, you guys said great and you deserve it. Um, but I would have been happy with either. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. So I was rooting for Philly because yeah. like I have a history of rooting for them. I've just watched them play more. I'm closer to them. So I just, I, I wanted them to, to pull through. I was, I was real sad while this was going on. Cody, I, I did go get a, a Mike's hard lemonade with strawberry. I'm like, let me drink my sorrows away while this, <laughs> while this match is playing. Cause I'm just like, oh. man, I'm so bummed out right now. Um, but even with that, like, I could still really appreciate the way London was playing. Um, Gesture was playing as Arissa, and he was just constantly making plays with that halt where he would pull people in just as somebody else on his team was doing something. So, like, the big wow, play yeah. was when Prophet did his dragon strike, and the halt came out and pulled them into this hallway, and he got, like, five kills from it. And just the, the amount of teamwork that they have and communication to get their, their combos set up like that, I think that obviously had a big effect on why they uh, did so well. But, I mean, they were... It was a joy to watch. I just wish it had been a little bit closer <laughs> and lasted yeah. longer. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Okay, you, so, so, real quick. Yeah. So, do you think maybe... 
because like they started really early today. Would it have been better to just play all three games today instead of having a game last night and then having technically two today? Like, shouldn't it have just been, hey, play three today? Or should they refine how that works? Like, I'm not sure playing three three different sets is needed, really. Like, um, well, I mean, why don't you think instead of maybe doing needed? a best of five, maybe do a best of seven, like, and that's the grand final. What do you, like seven maps for one match? Like play seven. Yeah, there's seven maps and like. I don't know. If you, yeah. you take four, that's it. I'm fine with the three matches. I'm also okay with the separate days because, like I was saying, sometimes you have your good days, some days you have your off days. So that gives the teams a benefit, a chance to say, like maybe that first day they were having their off day. They can come back. They can take time to analyze what happened in that first match and change their game plan for the rest of it. Whereas they might, they wouldn't have that amount of time to analyze and make changes if it was all in one day. And also, like, I definitely don't think they would, they should have three matches on one day because that's like 15 maps they could have. And that's probably too much for the players. Like, they should have some, some downtime and more, more breaks than just playing that straight through, I think. Um, so, I mean, I can see yeah, why fans wonder. would complain. It would be better for fans, obviously, to have it all on one day. But, I mean, I think it's nicer for the players to get to have it split up. Mm -hmm. I do wonder how long of a break there would have been had we gone to a game set of three. Mm -hmm. uh, like, would there have been, like, a 30-minute, 20-minute, like, kind of break in between? Or would they just dive right in? I imagine they would have gone to a break so the teams could sit down. They would have had at least and... a 15-minute break. It would have been similar to their halftime, at least. Maybe longer. Maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. But, uh... uh... So, overall, I mean, it was... Good. It could have been better. Yeah. But still, it was good. Pretty. I think overall, season one of the Overwatch League was something really cool to see. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody like ever expected it to be like this. Like, they announced the Overwatch League like two years ago, and yeah. they took their time getting yeah, it together. Was skeptical. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was pretty skeptical. Like, no one's ever done something like this. Like, League of Legends and Dota two like have their tournaments, but like, never anything like this kind of like where there's production to it almost yeah. uh like top level production i mean uh but overall, I, was, I was pretty happy with everything i think season one was pretty cool i'm excited to see what changes they bring to season two as well yeah um i am kind of depressed now because like you know we've got the mv or not the we've got the all-star game in august but then mm -hmm. like i don't think season two starts until 2019 so, like, yeah, I, there's going to be, like, a huge break where there's no Overwatch League. And, like, I had, I was sad just for, like, the month or so that we had between the regular season and when playoffs started. So I'm kind of bummed out. Um, I don't know if, like, the Overwatch World Cup thing is going on, if we'll get some of that coverage or what else we might get to, like, fill the gap. But it just seems like it's going to be a really long break. And I know that yeah, happens they... in sports, but, you know, I don't watch sports. So... I imagine they'll do the World Cup stuff. Yeah. Uh because that usually ends at BlizzCon, and that's in the like first weekend of November. Okay. So okay. usually the first weekend of November. So I mean, I'm sure they could play some games out. Like they've got the Blizzard Arena, so they need to do something yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, can we talk that stage for the Barclays Center was so nice. Like, oh my god, dude, like, that was yeah. Cool looking. Man, and you said you got choked up at the end. Like I got choked up at the beginning each day because like they had that narrated 
thing at the beginning where this guy was just talking about like you know doing that intense talk about here's what the teams need to do and like then seeing the players come out on the stage i was just so excited for them um i do wish that they'd be like a little bit more lively you know i understand that they're gamers and they're not like you know athletes jumping around getting all hyped up but i'm like i could i'd like to see a little hype um some of them got like a little bit yeah, the London Spitfire, like, there was, like, after every game, they would, like, stand up and try to get the crowd pumped. And yeah. I was like, okay, all right. But Dosen has some guys. attitude. He was trying to get people going, so I appreciated yeah. that. Overall, though, like, when going into this season, like, everyone really thought, like, Soul Dynasty, Dallas Fuel were going to be top dogs. And, like, in the end, it was NYXL, London Spitfire, the mm-hmm. LA Valiant, uh, Philadelphia Fusion. Like, yeah. So, I guess, I mean, hey. You can't go in thinking these guys are just, they're going to steamroll because it's not (laughs) not what happens. No. Also, real quick, that the trophy for the Overwatch League champions was amazing. It looks like Reinhardt's helmet, don't you think? Yeah. It was so cool. It's huge and it looks great. And then, surprise, the MVP of the playoffs gets his own trophy as well. And so that was profit from the London Spitfire. And they brought it out, and it's like this kind of like flame-looking torch thing, and it looks hmm. fucking awesome too. And apparently, it's really heavy because like they brought it out and gave it to Prophet, so he held it for a few minutes during the interview, and then he had to set it down. So, you know, yeah, it that's took like uh, six of them to lift the the Reinhardt-looking statue. Like it, that looked heavy. That looked like like that was um, like solid. Like well, I think they were just all holding it together. There was they, when he presented it uh, to the know, team point. manager, whoever that owner he didn't held it so i mean it's it was okay they just all wanted to be a team and hold it together um but yeah so but i mean they're they blizzard knows how to make stuff look good and they made those trophies oh, yeah. look good so um one thing i will say i had concerns going into this part too because neptuno who plays mercy on philadelphia fusion um, as long as I've seen him, like he always had like purple hair or some type of fun colored hair. And I was like, oh, that's great. And then coming into these finals, he just had his regular colored dark hair. And I was like, oh, no. That's like, what, what was that's the, what messed him up. What if that was the source of his power, man? Oh, so no. I think next season he needs to keep it with the fun colors and hopefully things will go better. So that's that's my two cents. So. And I mean, hey. We can look forward to season two being amazing because Hammond will be out. So yes, that's going to be great. And the yeah. freaking Symmetra buffs. I don't even want to know what's going to happen there. That's going to get crazy. She oh, you know, there's so actually going to be now. a lot of stuff changing. Like Torbjorn's getting a rework and like oh, really Reinhardt's getting some bug fixes. Like this is going to be a really interesting. I can't wait to see what season two brings. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be cool. So all right. So overall, Sam, pretty good first season. Yeah, that was League. an awesome first season of Overwatch. Yeah. So. All right. Back to you, past self. Um, I mean, that's not how it works. You're going to have to do a time fart to take us back there. Oh, okay. Time fart? Oh, I have to make the noise? Yeah. No, I mean, <sighs> silent but deadlies don't work. It has to be like a loud oh, time fart okay. to break Shit. reality and send us back. You know, for people who don't know what a time fart is, this is probably, like, really weird, but okay. Um, <laughs> hey, future us, thanks for uh, talking about that Overwatch League final. Uh, really appreciate it. 
So we got a couple quick hits for news and we'll get out of here because we've been going for a little bit. Uh, so first off, actually, as of today, the day we were recording this, uh, Bungie announced the physical grimoire collection, the first volume of it. And this is really exciting. And like the preview page of it is really nice looking. Um, so I was telling Sam this before the podcast started. So World of Warcraft does this and Blizzard is the one publishing this kind of stuff. Um, and so World of Warcraft does these like big, long, like anthology books. And they're really nice. Like they have like custom art on the front and they're really pretty, but they run you about like $40 for a book. And like, it's a big book, but like, this I feel is a much better deal because for 128 pages, it's only $25. And so this will be uh, covering like some of the early stuff for destiny's lore. Um, I think the picture we actually see is of, uh, Oryx and his, his, uh, sisters and brothers. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm definitely picking this up. I think it's going to be really cool to finally like get to hold destiny lore in hand and read it. <laughs> like you get to do it in the lore tabs in destiny two And, the grimoire from Destiny 1 isn't, like, out there. It's out there on a different website, but it's not on Bungie's website anymore. So it's just nice to have it collected finally, you know? I didn't... Okay, you're going to be... Mm, okay. I didn't know that there were lore tabs in Destiny 2. Yes, every exotic has lore tabs, Sam. Just the exotics? Just the exotic. I mean, some of the... um legendaries do like uh stuff from the raid some of the raid the trial the nine stuff has it okay so apparently i need to so go get my exotics you... and go look up some lore because i've been missing out i didn't even know that it was there like the helm of saint 14 is a really cool one uh that's all i really just look at the titan stuff to be honest with you okay fair enough titans are busy. but um, this book looks cool we only saw the one preview page which i wish we'd seen more but it has a really cool aesthetic to it, and it, it has that thing where, like, it looks like the page is, like, dirty, like it's old and stained, yeah. like it's it's seen some life. Um, and then it seems like, I don't know, these drawings, there's going to be art in it that look really cool. Um, it looks like a neat piece. I don't know if I'll get it, because, like, obviously I'm not as into the lore as you are, but it certainly looks really cool, so... I, I don't know. It's it. I'm excited to like have these and like have them on a bookshelf because like they look really official. And so, um, and I've always thought about getting the World of Warcraft ones because I like World of Warcraft, but like I can never like bite the bullet and pay like forty dollars. So yeah. twenty five dollars here, I can do that. Well, and keep in mind, this is just volume one. So there's no telling how many of these there's going to yeah. end up being. You might have like, like you probably don't remember the days when we used to have encyclopedias and like you would have. 26 volumes of books on a shelf one for each letter of the alphabet and uh you could end up with with 26 grimoires i'd be fine with that personally <laughs> uh, so the other uh quick story we want to hit on real quick is that hellblade vr was announced for oculus and the ps4 no VR, right? no now? no it's oculus uh, Rift and HTC Vive, so it's just for the Ooh. PC. Ooh, these people! I'm just stuff. kidding. Stuff. No, I know. Which kind? Of, I mean, 
I mean, it's awesome because yeah. they're releasing it. And if you own the game, you get this free VR update. So, like, it's not like you have to buy a separate game for it. It's just, it's going to be there, which is really cool. Um, you know, I've got a PS4 VR, which I would have really liked it to come there yeah. as well. Um, I'm just sure to it experience. Will Hopefully it will eventually. Um, but, like, this is just such an immersive game. Boy. What? No. No, it wouldn't. Because Xbox bought them, remember? Oh, yeah. Those Xbox bought dirty bastards. That's probably why this is. Oh, snap. Uh, okay. Man. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. But this is really good for them. Like, it's really uh, good. And, and Hellblade in VR is going to be spooky. It's going to be so amazing. Because, like, you're already. You have, like, the, the voices in your head. Now yeah. you'll just have the immersive visuals for it. It's going to be great. Um, I think this is a, cool. a fantastic thing for them. Um, I'm never going to buy another VR headset. So Same. I, I I'll won't. never buy one, period, probably. <laughs> yeah. So I won't get to experience it. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. So if you have if you have one of those devices, um, I mean, I think the game is 30 bucks probably on steam it goes on sale quite often so you can get it for 20 bucks usually so wait for that sale grab it and then you're gonna have a wonderful experience with your with your headset so good for them that's awesome all right and so next week we're gonna hit up on uh there's a couple microsoft rumors about this next console and stuff around that so next week we're gonna hit that up uh i don't think we haven't been looking at the news just an extra long episode. With, that uh, trivia took trivia. longer than I thought. That No Man's um, Sky discussion took longer than you thought. It did go on, but I mean, <laughs> hey, it's a new game. So, or not a new game, but a refresh game. Um, and we also have a big email to answer, or a big question yeah. to answer yeah. next week. So, Mike, don't think we forgot about you. Yeah, we'll get to um, it. I just talked too long this episode, and Cody said we were <laughs> done. So, I mean, that Schmokemon talk really got <laughs> to us all trail uh so if you want to reach out to us and uh you know we could we could use a bit more questions we're running a little low in the tank yeah. uh, you can reach us at uh, contact at geekardgames.com uh you can reach out to us on twitter and facebook at geekardgames there um you can follow our twitch streams at twitch.tv slash geekardgames you can watch our youtube videos where we have our resident evil series going on at geekardgames.com slash youtube you're making a face, and I don't like it. Yeah, um, well, just one other thing I was going to say, because, like, I put in the notes to, like, call out, you know, if, you, if you're if you still, if you're into Destiny and having a good time, you should come join our clan, Geek Heart Guardians, because, um, like, we're, we're having a good time. We're always looking for fun people to play with, and it's become more important now because the changes with the 6v6 um, Crucible. Oh. Now you have to have three clan mates to get your crucible ingram which i mean we've got we can still do that but we used to just be able to do it with two now we have to have three so and especially especially if you're on pc and you want someone to play with because i've been playing with jessica and we've been having a really good time but we're the only two people in the clan on <laughs> pc so we'd like some buddies um yeah that'd be all that's all that's all okay okay um and if you want to join our Discord, where we're having great discussions about everything, you can find that at geekcardgames.com slash Discord. If you'd be so kind, we would love a review, a like, wherever you're watching this or listening to this. Just It helps us out a lot. It gets the podcast out there, and we appreciate yeah. it. 
Um, if you want to support us monetarily, we have geekartgames.com slash shirts. Got it right that time. Yeah. Um, you can buy a t-shirt. We have a bevy of shirts out there. You can yeah, we need on. to make some more shirts. We need to talk about that. We do. We've got some ideas. We need to get you that. We need to get you some pictures of me raging. I know. I want a corner. Cody's Corner of Rage shirt. So. Might as well. Uh, <laughs> I am at Combo Cody. Sam. I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. No, 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 no. Man, Sky. Okay, I did not know. I thought you were just like, I'm done doing this outro. (laughs) You never know where I'm going with it. (laughs) 